Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I'm joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek? What's up, man? How are you? I'm okay, man. Uh, all things considered, um, I'm doing well. I uh, went and saw a movie this week, which we'll get to. Um, Comic-Con things are happening. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun, fun things are happening. What? Uh, how was your week? Not good. They oh, canceled the Choco okay. Taco. Yeah. I mean, they discontinued uh, the Choco Taco, so I'm not. Let's you know. have a uh, let's have a moment of silence for the Choco Taco mm. here. Hmm. It'll never get easier. Yeah, I think that's all we need for that. <laughs> um, are you still Other in Mexico? Th- no, I am not. I am home now. Um, okay. Yeah, we've made it safely back over the border. Um, you know, nice. as harrowing as it was. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, let's see what else. No, I'm not in Mexico anymore. I'm back to the gr- daily grind of work, which is just mm-hmm. so, so much fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he but, said uh, with irony. Yeah, I said with trying to pack as much irony into that as possible. Um, yeah. But no, other than that, I was, I'm good, man. I'm just chilling. Um, okay. Wasn't able to go see any movies this week, unfortunately, but uh, my eyes mm-hmm. were almost my eyes were almost literally glued to my device screens for Comic Con news this weekend. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll definitely uh, get into that bag here in a moment. Um, I went and saw uh, a movie this week. Yeah, what'd you see? I went and saw Nope, the newest Jordan Peele feature. I'm seeing that later this week. Nice. What nice, did you think? Nice. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It is a fun, uh, unsettling movie to watch. Uh, it's a great UFO movie, which we haven't had in a while. Good. Um, it's a great UFO movie that is about UFOs. Like, oh, a lot good. of UFO so movies are like, right. A lot of UFO yeah. movies are like, well, let's let's just let's get to what the aliens are on the inside uh, more recently. And I like that this movie is kind of like a throwback to like, no, it's just about that thing flying around in the sky. Yep. Um, yeah, and I thought it was great. I mean, Jordan Peele's got a visual style that is all his own and is really intriguing and fun to watch. Uh, the setting is really great. Um, it, it's very uh, the desert at night is very is a like a personal fear of mine. So, oh, dude, the desert, it's something about the forest at night I'm fine with, but if I'm in the desert, mm-hmm. I'm just, I expect mm-hmm. I'm going to be abducted and probed. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about the desert at night that, like, I think is scary because it's unfamiliar, because you, if you've never been to the desert at night, you don't ever really see the desert at night on TV. It's always, like, play, usually if something is set in the desert, it's always, like, during the daytime yep. and it's searing hot and yeah, blinding. Yeah, exactly, because they want to emphasize the sun. Yeah, but like it, it's 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 crazy. It's, it looks crazy at night. So it was like a cool setting. Uh, I well, loved it, the vibe. It takes on this forget, but an, an alien type landscape. Like it becomes sure. wholly unfamiliar. And the yeah. desert is just there's weird stuff that happens out in the desert. The people that describe themselves as desert people, they're a very <laughs> strange breed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I like um, living here in Joshua Tree where there is nothing and it's a thousand degrees every day. It's perfect. I wouldn't yeah. imagine it anywhere else. I'm like, you need to see a doctor. Yeah. I feel like the desert at night, too, is like it has a weird like kind of cosmic quality to it mm-hmm. because it's it's brighter than you would expect it to be because mm-hmm. of all the starlight and stuff like that. And I think it just kind of immediately puts you into the mind of like, no, we exist 
in a universe, like in a galaxy where there's other stars and whatnot. Um, yeah, don't um, don't go start stargazing in the desert on edibles. You, you start to kind of lose yourself. Like your head starts to <laughs> yeah. expand with the universe. You're like, no, but we're part of this. And then you realize how truly big the universe is. And then you mm-hmm. kind of crumple in on yourself because you realize how small and insignificant you are. And then mm-hmm. it kind of puts you, at least for me, it put me in a weird, bad mood towards people all day when they're like, I want this. I'm like, well, why are you special? Yeah. You're, you're a speck of dust. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Then you then you go space crazy and yeah, you, then you uh, go become one of those people from Sunshine. Up, yeah, exactly. Like Sunshine, or I was going to say a Reaver from uh, Serenity, mm-hmm. or Firefly, if you will, or uh, or one of those weird Pandora bat people. Yes, Pandora. Remember Pandora? I do remember movie? Pandora. Oh, he got the Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> my pandorum is acting up oh shoot. Um, you gotta go see a doctor for that yeah. or shoot yourself in the head we're not sure how you fix that <laughs> yeah we're not sure what this is um but yeah better no, shoot it's him really just good. to be safe uh it, it's good man like all the all the actors do a great job um uh kiki palmer does uh, does a, a great performance oh, she's it's, great. it's just it's just it's a really good movie man i think you i think you'll enjoy it there it's like some of the some of the connective tissue of like um there are some questions that aren't really answered but they ultimately aren't like that important to like the emotional like journey of the movie um yeah i would say like some of the some like the movie cares a lot more about some themes than others and you Mm kind of feel that at some points in the movie but uh but overall it's a net positive uh experience and i would give it like a if i had to give it an out of 10 rating i'd give it like an 8 out of 10 i think yeah that's that's really good for me i I enjoyed it (laughs) i enjoyed it a lot good i like Um, that i'm excited to go see it yes yes i think you'll like it a lot um let's uh Let's get into Comic-Con. We got a bunch of Comic-Con stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Comic-Con San Diego just happened. Um, we should get a... Oh, man, we should get a... Next week, we should have Chelsea on. Because she was there. She Chelsea was there. Roberts, no, friend we should of the get show, our uh, there. boots on the ground. Get her on and get, yeah, get, we'll get her on. I should have had the forethought to do that for this episode. That's all good. Next but, time. Uh, next week. <laughs> next week, we'll get her a little... We'll do a I segment with her. Say, and we get could her, also uh, do just a special episode with just Chelsea. Do a double down. That's true. Um, that's true. But um, I, I have the last week's episode um, that I'm putting out as a as a double for this week. Ah, so cool. um, because uh, traveling and looking for a place and all that kind of stuff, it got oh, yeah. in the way. Life just but, um, gets in the way. Yes, it does. Um, but yeah, let's get into some of this San Diego Comic Con news. Uh, first of all, was your uh, uh, was your place of employment? hopping because of uh comic-con or is that like is it like in a no, different area it we're it's in a way different area so okay gotcha. um, i'm north county that's san diego Com- comic-con happens in south county in san diego proper i'm up in oceanside okay, gotcha. so that's it's far removed they were trying to i'm not even going to go into it they tried to do some stupid <laughs> marketing thing and it just was like yeah. why are you you are truly you do not understand like the you don't understand your business and you don't understand comic-con people so yeah. <laughs> You know, I wasn't. I didn't have to a, work it. As a they, fan of both liquor and and Marvel, you are insulting me with this. Straight up, it was very just like, wow, you you don't. You're, it was one of those dumb things. I'm sure you've been at work at a job too, where they do something like a uh-huh. promotion, and it's the mm-hmm. most reaching thing ever, and they act all excited, like it's going to make you tons of money, and you're just like, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. Yep. 
Like you don't know at <laughs> at all what you're talking about or your demographic. Like, yeah, get out of here. Your demographic is like, honestly, most of the people I serve, they're like zapped out fucking surfer people. Yeah, and then the and weird lo- moms that bring like 13 kids into a bar. They're like, oh yeah. no, if they have food, it's okay. It's like, no, it's still a bar. And your children and are still running dr- around a bottle shop. So they should drop a handful of uh, zapped out uh, surfer people in the middle of Comic Con just it to would, see what happens. Uh, dude, <laughs> I actually would like to watch that. That would be very fun for me to watch these people. Whoa, what's with the harshness, bro? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, you, I'm, you think I'm joking. I literally surf people that talk like that. Well, man, I know, I don't, believe get all, you. don't get all up tightened up. It's like, why don't you stop talking like a moron? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's You're funny. You're forcing I, uh... that accent. No one naturally talks like that. <laughs> yeah, I've yet to meet someone who I didn't feel like was putting it on just a little bit. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that accent. It's same, and I'm so tired yeah. of it. It's why I got to find a new <laughs> job. Like I'm just, I'm yeah. done. I'm so burnt out from the people. <laughs> I I hear you. Well, let's get into stuff that will make you feel better. Yes, let's get into please. Comic Con stuff. You know, shall what did, we? Yeah. Um. Before we jump into the, because Marvel was the one that put out most of the stuff this year. Um. Yeah. I figured. I figured I'd bring up a couple of non-Marvel things. Sure. Before some DC stuff before we go. Um. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Fury of the Gods trailer? That's the Shazam, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that trailer. Looks good. It's great. Looks yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I think so too. That's all I can say about it because I just other than that, I'm like, I don't know what else to say. It just looks like a fun movie. The first one was a, was immensely fun and a good time. So I assume I'm that not sure just gonna... if I'm not sure. So I saw the trailer and there is a shot of him in like uh, his non Shazam form. Is mm-hmm. that a different actor or it the is same a actor? Kid. Okay, gotcha. It's a different because they've kid. aged him up. Like mm-hmm. he's now like looks like he's probably 18 or something like something that. like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So we got a lot of that. We got a lot of Black Adam. Uh, Dwayne Johnson yep. was in costume, which was mm-hmm. cool. Um, the fan service this year was really nice. Mm-hmm. At least from what it seemed, it seemed like all the people that came to comic, excuse me, came to Comic Con, were really dialed in and were kind of like, we want to really interact with the fans this time and kind of give them more of what they want. Yeah, which I think was cool. so. I th- um, I think there's a I think movie studios are feeling i mean you know movie attendance is still not what it was pre-covid and i think they're trying their hardest to get people to like come out and see all of these movies especially when there's there's so much stuff going straight to streaming they're like Mm -hmm. we got to get people to come to the theaters (laughs) sure and i'm one of those people i mean you and i are those people i will always prefer to go see it at the movie theater rather than you know watching at home no matter how big Mm -hmm. big my television screen actually is um but I think for me, the other way, I don't know. The one thing I want to look back at it and just be like, hey, you want to see attendance back at the movies? Lower ticket prices. True. Stop Very making true. it so expensive. I mean, truthfully, you'll take mm-hmm. a hit initially, but you'll start to see people mm-hmm. come back up because people will want to People want to go to the movies. And people that don't want to go to the movies, I don't want to talk to. So, like, mm-hmm. there are, there's a contingent part of this of our society that really want, likes the experience of going to the movies. And that's you mm-hmm. can gain that back. If you lower ticket prices, because then you'll be able to do it'll be instead of being like, you know, a family of four, you can take a family of six, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't have to stay at home and like stop making everything so expensive and you'll start to see more attendance come back. I mean, if that's truly what it's so. about, but it sounds to me like what it's about is they're mostly using attendance as attendance is down as a substitution for our money is down. It's like in just mm-hmm. use it 
stop stop pretending. And if it's about money, then just say it so we know. But stop mm-hmm. pretending it's like you want people to come back to have a good time at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. That's what I would like is to see like summers, you know, Friday nights on the summer. Which remember, like when we were kids, everybody would go to the movies. Like you'd just be, it'd be the place where you'd run into everybody you knew on like a Mm -hmm. Friday or Saturday night. It was like it was a societal hub, and that's what I think. It's what's been lost. That to me is the biggest detriment for what's been lost from the movies. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. A kid just can't like go see a movie anymore. Yeah. Like I, I remember used to be able, like going to see like five dollar matinees and stuff oh, like yeah. that, and that just like doesn't exist anymore. Got a couple bucks in your pocket? You're skateboarding around town. Want to beat the heat for mm-hmm. a couple hours? Go see a movie. Yeah, and then if you wanted to go to like the second run theater, like it was even cheaper than oh, that yeah. for a matinee. It would be like three dollars or something. I crazy. was gonna say yeah, the mat, the uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, second run theater was uh, three dollars for a matinee, and I think mm-hmm. five dollars for a main ticket. So it was like yeah. okay, either way, I'm. Getting in for cheap, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, there's a great second second run theater in Pasadena that like is still pretty cheap. I think it's like seven dollars a ticket, and like the hot dogs are like you can get a hot dog and a drink for like two dollars or something like oh, that. Like that's it's a awesome. really cool deal. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's cool. We need more stuff yeah. like that instead of like, would you like a large popcorn? That'll be fifty dollars and your firstborn <laughs> child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The movies used to be a cheap a cheap date. Now it is definitely not. No, now it's um, an experience. Now, granted, I also prefer the expensive movie theaters because I like the right. picture quality and the sound quality to be better. But if I'm just hopping totally. out, for, if I'm just hopping out for a movie with AJ, I don't want to mm-hmm. pay like fifty bucks. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's it's yeah. Those prices oh, are nuts. Especially the, the concessions are nuts. Dude, let's talk concessions real quick. The alcohol markup for beer that is the most mediocre stuff they can possibly put out. And they're like, that'll be eighteen dollars yeah. for a twenty-four ounce. I'm like, no, it will not. <laughs> uh, good day, to you, sir. Uh, good day. I'll smuggle stuff in. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sir, yeah, why are you I- jingling? Well, it's definitely not because my coat is filled with mini shot bottles. <laughs> yeah, huh? I'm sorry. What'd you say? What, <laughs> sir? It's 100 degrees. Why do you have an overcoat on, huh? And why country, is it right? jingling? <laughs> yeah, uh, I have low iron. I get very cold. Um, <laughs> uh, I so yes, I did see Shazam. That looks great. The Black Adam trailer had a, uh, some more cool images mm-hmm. in it. I'm really excited to see uh, Doctor Fate and like oh, yeah. his power set. I think Pierce Brosnan is going to cool. do a really good job. Yeah, it plus really it's cool. Pierce Brosnan. So like, yeah, come on. what are you going to yeah. do? You can only enjoy you s- it. <laughs> Did you see the John Wick Four trailer? I d- I didn't see the trailer. I saw the images. Um, somehow the trailer okay, yeah, slipped through a, my through my grasp. Yeah, there's a teaser trailer. Oh, the teaser. Yeah, I saw that. I thought okay. you meant like a trailer yeah, yeah. trailer, and I was like, I wasn't aware of no, that one. No, no, no. Um, no, yeah, D- uh, our Donnie Yen is in it, which is amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. He's one of the what? He's one of the actors that I've wanted to see in this franchise since it started. It was like the minute the first one came out, I was like, "Oh, Donnie Yen needs to be a part of this mm-hmm. in a big way." Um, mm-hmm. Going back to DC real quick, did you see that uh, DC and WB officially announced that they're abandoning the Snyderverse? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the Snyderverse is done plug has been pulled like the choco taco it is no more <laughs> yeah that makes sense i think they're moving more in the direction of like this is kind of we're building this around like the rock and we're going in this direction with these movies because i do think i i kind of like these movies like i think the the shazam movies in that universe feels like they know what they're doing more so than a lot of these other dc uh mm-hmm. things that they've tried to do so if you're going to try to build something 
around anything i think it would be these these films so i'm like yeah. i'm not mad at it you know what i mean oh totally yeah um, I, i'm not mad that they're die that it's dead it i f- was one of those like i felt like it needed to be done from the be- like done from the beginning um because mm-hmm. they just clearly didn't know where they wanted to go with it mm-hmm. um but you're right with even with the trailer of black adam you can tell that they have more of an idea of what they want to do with this character i think with the snyder stuff what they were too busy doing is they were so concerned with trying to beat Marvel at its own game, that they weren't trying to let DC be what it is. And Marvel is very mm-hmm. much a multiversal, multi-saga, you know, super phase, like, you know, kind mm-hmm. of, that's the way the comics run, too. DC is more, it's, it's it lends itself to more, like, individual runs with, like, pop-ins, I feel like, whereas Marvel kind of predicated itself on these huge team-ups. Like, <clears throat> outside mm-hmm. of the Justice League, I don't really know another DC team. I know. You know what I mean? But like yeah. but Marvel, you've got Avengers, Fantastic 4, uh Alpha Flight, Thunderbolts, uh what else mm-hmm. am I missing? You know what I mean? Like but just off the top of my head that's four. You know what I mean? And there's mm-hmm. the X-Men. How could I forget that? Mm-hmm. Um so they mm-hmm. they predicate themselves on being team, you know, team build kind of thing. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. I think I think I'm excited. I'm more excited to see what DC does with it now that they kind of seem like they're not trying to go head to head with Marvel and beat them at their own game. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see more of what they what they come out with when they can focus totally. on just their own their own product. Totally, I agree. Um, I'm uh, the future of DC is not as dim as it may have w- may have been uh, a year or two ago. No, and it was know? pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> after the uh, was, after uh, the Joss Whedon or the the Weestus League or whatever they're calling it, uh-huh. the Whedon Justice League, whatever. After that one, uh-huh. I was like, oh, we need to be done for a while. Yeah, we need to kind of put this on the make the, the occasional Batman here. movie, but other than that, we need to be finished. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you have any any other like non Marvel stuff? I got like one or two things. Yeah, one or two things. Talk Did you see John this Wick. photo of um, Brendan Fraser from The Whale? I saw that. Yeah. Like, he's playing a dude who's 600 pounds. He lo- it looks great. Like, the makeup looks great. Like, the like the, all the prosthetics look really good. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, the whale is set around the outskirts, outskirts, uh, excuse me, outskirts of Mormon country, Idaho, and follows the story of a 600-pound recluse as he hides away in his apartment, eating himself to death. Desperate to reconnect with his long-estranged daughter, he reaches out to her, only to find a viciously sharp-tongued, wildly unhappy teen. Who's this? Uh, who's directing this? Uh, Dean Fleischer. No, no, no. That's not. That's not who's directing it. Uh, Darren Aronofsky. That's what I thought. Ah. Um, Darren Aronofsky's doing it, so it's probably going to be gross. Um, yep. Most likely in the way be body most horror. of his movies are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I think this is going to be great. I hope Brendan Fraser gets some award love for this because he's a great actor, and I think his career. He hasn't had the career he should have had or could have had, and I, I hope this like gets him to a place where people give him his flowers because I, I love Brendan Fraser. I do too. A lot. Yeah. And did he just get railroaded out of Hollywood for some reason, or like what the heck happened? Because he was on I, the rise to be this like. I think he just didn't age in the way that like they wanted him to. They wanted him to. Like mm-hmm. he started losing his hair. And, you know, was not, you know, that jawline of his didn't last very long. Yeah, it softened up and, just a little yeah. bit. 
Yeah, and then so I think he just, you know, Hollywood, especially at that time, like Hollywood had a very clear-cut idea of what, like, a leading man is supposed to be. Right. Um, And so I think... It still to this day suffers from that idea as well. Yeah, and I think he he suffered from being a, a, a leading man so quickly. Um, with the mummy movies and like the romantic comedies that he did Mm -hmm. that i feel like he never got an opportunity to like he kind of got pigeonholed as a leading man and when you're when you're a leading man especially when you're doing like rom-coms and stuff you have to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and i think um but i i you know i love that he's getting this turn like to play to, to basically be a really really good character actor and i think uh yeah, I think he's in like a like a renaissance, a Brenda Brenda if you will, of his career. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to his <laughs> what he does. Wow, you did it. Okay, I did it. We did it. We're here. We made. We it. We are here. We have arrived. We are laughing. We are laughing. We are having a good time. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Cool. Do you have anything else non Marvel? No, I'm I'm all I'm all cleared out. Um, what's his name? Martin Scorsese's doing a new thing. Okay. Um. Is a movie called Killers on the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, it's being delayed till 2023, but um, they've That's been fine. shooting it. Yeah. Especially after The Irishman, I'm fine with them delaying anything Scorsese's <laughs> yeah. gonna make. Yeah, I um, love him to death. I do. I just it's yeah. that thing. It's like the Ridley Scott thing. It's like you're too old. I know what you mean. Yeah, like I feel like Scorsese's great he's one of the you know one of our the one of the best filmmakers of our like of our lifetime but i think like you kind of have to like i think i could take less scorsese like you know what i mean i don't need a scorsese movie every two years like i really don't like how can i miss you if you never go away that's kind of like how i feel about it yeah um but also uh, his, his movies lately they just haven't been as poignant yeah i i really liked um wolf of wall street like Mm -hmm. a lot um, but yeah, yeah like, good. yeah, I get I what you're saying what though. Like is, the Irishman was not, was not my bag. It was no, not, I didn't it ended really and I was that. grateful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing, but I was happy when it was over. I don't want to feel like that when I'm watching a movie. Cause mm-hmm. then it means that no, I feel you. And I'm like, then I kind of feel like, yeah, it was a bad movie and it, but it didn't, it wasn't an entertaining bad movie. It was just a bad movie. And like, and then mm-hmm. you've got Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and all that stuff. And I didn't even enjoy their performances, and everything just felt mm-hmm. like a slog. I, Wolf of Wall Street was entertaining. I think what Scorsese needs to do is get away from the mob. Stop yeah. telling mob and criminal stories. Like, tell criminal stories, but stop doing like The Departed. Right? Like, I love mm-hmm. The Departed. Is it a, an amazing movie? Not really, but yeah. I like it. I think it's an amazing movie. For me, it is. It's kind of like the way I'm like, Dark Knight's the best Batman movie, but the best Batman movie for me is The Batman. Well, The Dark... Or, excuse me. Um, the Departed is like... It's like a play mm-hmm. in the sense of like... Like most plays, I would argue, are not... Like they're not sold on the strength of like their, the, the storytelling. It's more so like the strength of the performances. Mm-hmm. And I think The Departed is that. It's an exercise it in like... Having a movie where essentially nothing happens, like things happen, but like there's not a lot of big set pieces or anything like no. that. It's literally just sev- like a bunch of scenes of people having really interesting, compelling conversations, like yes. for two hours, and then it's over. You yeah. know what I mean? And What's and that it's just, it works joke, on the strength like, of the actor of the actors. Totally, yes, I agree. Yeah. And I'm sorry I cut in on you. Um, no, you're good. What is the what's the joke from Family Guy? What's the ever increasing <laughs> trumpet volume and like a mob? So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so the thing so I was, I was telling Paulie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is that for sure. That's um, the Irishman to me. 
It's yes, a bunch of dudes 100%. in a basement just like yelling at each other while music plays, and you're like, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. Um Yes, totally. This movie is uh seem it sounds different. Uh it's I had never heard anything about this, but it's set in nineteen twenties Oklahoma. The plot explores the serial murders of members of the oil wealthy Osage Osa, Osage Nation. Osage uh, a string Osage Nation, a string of brutal crimes that would later be known as the Reign of Terror. So it's going to, uh, once again, uh, so it stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Jesse Plemons, um, and then uh, a few, like, native actors, which is really cool, like indigenous actors. That's really okay, cool. that's cool. I'm in. Um, yeah, and I think it's cool because, like, also, I mean, on a meta level, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, like, um, re-engaging with, like, Native American, like, history. Mm-hmm. Or like folk history, like folklore, uh, you know, with the Revenant and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see like this turn for him again. And I just love Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I can watch him do anything. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Same so. <laughs> oh, by yeah. the way, I have. I was wrong. I'd like to make a correction. Mm-hmm. While you were watching, I want to go back to Shazam real quick. That is the same kid. Is it okay? Yeah, he just, just grown aged. up. He just grew up. He grew a chin <laughs> okay. and uh, he did smoldering good looks, and now yeah. he's a man. The Smolder. We caught him um, just before his transformation. Sorry. It's not that I wasn't paying attention to you. It's that one little thing popped in my brain just now, and it was starting to nag at me, and I was like, I don't want to be wrong, and I want to make sure, you know, double-check in case I am. But I agree no, with I, you. No, I appreciate that. No, the Scorsese um, movie sounds great. Uh, native yeah. actors, I'm all about it. There's a, a show on AMC right now that looks really good that all takes place mm-hmm. in, like, native land, like, reservation reservation police mm-hmm. and stuff like that looks really good and it's all like native actors and then uh dwight from the office for some reason mm-hmm. uh that's cool that's cool um yeah I'm, I'm a huge fan of like if we're gonna deal with this material let's get some actual native people in here yes that's not too hard too much yeah. to ask for and i'm just gonna say <laughs> and don't have like don't use like don't use like latinx people and be like they're native americans it's like no yeah exactly that's just as problematic <laughs> yeah exactly like we have all, it's Hollywood. You have all the resources in the world to make this accurate. Let's do that. Yeah, exactly. So why not just do it? <laughs> um, uh, as if this movie, uh, th- uh, this next movie I'm going to talk about was created directly out of a a lab in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Kevin Hart have a, another comedy film coming. Oh, together. do they? Yes. Have they been in um, one before? I don't know that they have, but I mean, uh, like. This was bound to happen. Like, they're both of the same, like, they both do the same kind of comedy movies every year. So why not put them together, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm not Um, saying it's a bad idea. (laughs) I I will go. You say say the two of them are in a movie together. I'm going to go watch it. But, like, I I was just wondering. I was just wondering if they'd been in a movie together before, which I didn't think that had happened. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm wondering, I'm just trying to figure out if this is going to be R-rated or not, but it's a Netflix movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll read you the, the plot summary. When a stay-at-home dad finds himself with some me time for the first time in years while his wife and kids are away, he reconnects with his former best friend for a wild weekend that nearly upends his life. That um, sounds funny. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, looks like from the still shot, I haven't watched the trailer yet, looks like from the still shot, Kevin Hart is the the father and Mark Wahlberg is his friend. Who pulls him into crazy stuff? That I shenanigans that. into. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg works well as a character like that. Like when, it, like his character in Date Night. Mm-hmm. Just the random kind of like he's just there and he has all the like the weird connections. It's like yeah, that he does seem like that kind of character, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. And Kevin Hart, I would believe, is a stay-at-home dad. 
Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, not so much. Yeah, not not as not as much. He doesn't really strike me as the stay-at-home <laughs> fatherly type. No, no. Um, let me see. What is this? Oh, okay. No, so I'm uh, I'm good. If we want to, if we want to just uh, bite the bullet and jump into this Marvel stuff and never return. Yeah, I was gonna um, say that's. I wanted to talk about some <laughs> other things other than Marvel today just in case 100%. You know. but yeah if you listen to this podcast you know pretty much <clears throat> what side we lean on um mm-hmm. yes marvel zombies is going to be rated tvma nice yay for that i'm looking um, forward to that yeah. that will be really nice um i'm hoping and with that and with the news i think i sent this to you but with the news that D- deadpool 3 has been largely disney has been largely hands-off with it Mm-hmm. Um, so that they can make it what they want it to be, and it will be rated R. I'm very excited that hopefully we'll start to get like, what if we, what if Thunderbolts was like rated R? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, and then you know, but like that, like that's the kind of, but that's a team that would lend itself to a rated R rating, you know, or like uh, Midnight Suns or Blade or something mm-hmm. like that. Like instead of doing it like PG-13, this gives me hope that we'll start seeing at least TV mature or um, rated R stuff like in the future, hopefully getting some more deeper, like thus being able to tell some more adult stories inside the MCU, which I think is sorely needed. Yeah, I would agree. I definitely think there needs to be more, um, a, a more diverse, a, a more diversity in terms of like, the 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 level of adult content in these shows in movies i think it needs to i think marvel will benefit from that greatly because i think a blade movie like i would love to see that rated r and almost feel like it needs to be rated. it has to be yeah um so we will see but um, it it just has to be rated r even just just so you can make the vampires as scary as you need to yeah totally um yeah, I'm super. I'm super into uh, give give me some adult content <laughs> from yeah, Marvel. Yeah, because that's what was great about the Guillermo del Toro Blade movies is that they're actually scary. Yeah. Like the vampires in those are actually scary. Yes, 100. percent It's not like uh, Underworld yeah. where they're just hot. <laughs> yeah, everyone's hot. And everyone's hot and just undead. It's cool. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're really apathetic. <laughs> we don't care about much. But uh, you can mm-hmm. tell with my haircut and my <laughs> black leather. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a horrible era post the Matrix where everything was like we all were wearing black leather now, <laughs> and it's Isn't night it cool? perpetually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always cloudy, um, which makes yeah, sense so. for the ver- for the vampires. But other movies that did it were like we only operate at night. I'm like this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Even the Matrix had scenes during the day. What are you doing? True, it's very true. Um, okay, uh, the K- oh Avengers: The Kang Dynasty has. Mm-hmm gotten a director yes Same guy directed shang chi right yeah yes this news doesn't daniel, fill me with that much Destin, hope I'll be daniel cretton i hope he does oh, yeah? well why is that i didn't like shang chi i didn't think it was good okay. enough i don't think it was i it's a it's a c marvel movie at best like hmm. i don't think okay. i don't think it will age well over time and like they, they didn't balance they didn't really balance character with story and it wasn't as compelling and it didn't really the story ultimately didn't really go anywhere and mm-hmm. I, I know that's not the director's fault but there were certain things like in that that i just i saw as as problematic just because um it just wasn't as successful as it as it should have should have been not that it could have been i just don't think it was as successful as it should have been mm-hmm. um 
And so I'm a little, I'll be honest, I'm, they, they tap this they tap that guy for a reason so obviously he must know what he's mm-hmm. talking about but i will say mm-hmm. that um it doesn't really fill me with a ton of hope that this guy's in this guy's running the running the the show yeah I, when it when it comes to directors and uh, marvel movies like i i've kind of learned to like trust who they pick because i feel like these movies don't live or die by the directors i feel like they more live or die by the script and kevin feige's decision making um because i feel like there are movies that um do really well and and have you know directors that aren't known for doing really good stuff and then there are there are marvel examples of marvel movies that are directed by directors who have done really good stuff uh and and the movies are lackluster like Eternals. eternals yeah Yes, exactly. Which is why, um, but that again is another reason why I'm mm-hmm. like nervous about them choosing yeah. directors is because it's like the Eternals will forever be until they make a worse movie than the Eternals that will forever be my Marvel movie that I hold up and go, this should have been a slam dunk, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Like, and it wasn't yeah. for all of these reasons and for interference and all that stuff. But that's why mm-hmm. I go. I don't know. I like. I agree with you that it doesn't quite hang on the director but yet at the same time that's why these movies are weird because at the same time it really does Mm -hmm. yeah no i hear you um i i think this could i like i think if the if the if the script is good and the pieces are in place because like don't like don't get me wrong shang chi was not necessarily my favorite marvel movie but uh in terms of the directing like i thought there were some really really impressive like fight sequences that were pulled off in that movie no 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 fight sequences are great yeah, that I, that's not my problem. I'm talking yeah. overarching as an entire like project. It, totally. If we want yeah. a bit, if we want to pick bits out, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The the mm-hmm. the fight on the bus scene, the opening action set piece is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see what story they end up telling for this King Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I think that will be more. The, the, I think that'll be more consequential to how look what the quality of the film is. If like right. the story is not good, it doesn't matter who's directing. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. So like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, what else we got? Marvel related. Speaking um, uh, well, speaking about Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, um, mm-hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania has been said to set permanent changes to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's starting Phase Five, right? Or Phase, phase Six? Phase Five, kicking off Phase Five. Phase Five, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Ant-Man movies, third uh, third movie. Now, this is uh, Peyton Reed, the director. It's a trilogy mm-hmm. now, but things happen in this movie that are going to change the Marvel Cinematic Universe permanently, and it's fun for us that Scott Lang is at the center of that change. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and that's why that's why I wanted to bring that up is because Kang the Conqueror is going to be involved in this movie, as is Modok, which will be very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it was confirmed or maybe it's just rumored at this point but modok is going to be um what's his name the yellow jacket guy from the last oh really from the previous yeah he's gonna come back oh. from the quantum realm as modok i like that because he's been trapped in the yeah i yeah. like that too i think that's a, like it's a that. good economical use of a character that's yes. already important to this universe yes. to that and like you specific don't have universe, to do you know? Any storytelling to introduce this character. What else we already know? We're caught up. The minute he shows out and the reveal happens, we go, Oh, it's that guy. Great. We're off. We're back onto the mm-hmm. story. Um, yeah, and it, and you don't have to like 
it's nice because you already have the origins for the character laid out. It's mm -hmm. not like you have to like introduce this new crazy character like Modok and figure out where he's from and do all that. Like they already have a very clean way of introducing him, which oh, I yeah. think will will help for this movie that seems like it's going to have a lot going Plus, on. Plus Modok is such a wild character in his own right that like yes. you would need an entire movie just to introduce the concept of Modok. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Ant-Man and Wasp. I think it's going to be great. Um, there was so. a trailer that played at uh, Comic-Con, but it's not online yet. So For Ant-Man and the Wasp? Um, yeah. Oh, they there did the same thing. There was thing. a teaser that screened, yeah. They did the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but the VFX mm -hmm. weren't ready, and I'm wondering if that was the case with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Probably. Um, we'll probably get those trailers um, uh, soon, though, I would imagine. When is D23? That's soon. I believe that's in August. So we'll See, probably get those trailers that's at That's what we're gonna, that's D23. what they're waiting yeah. for. For sure. Um, I have a feeling yeah, we're going to get August. way more Marvel news at D23 from moving on from now on than we ever will at San Diego Comic-Con ever again and that kind of mm -hmm. bums me out a little bit if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's a bummer. Um but I mean it's a good sign that they were even there this time because last couple of years Marvel didn't do anything at Comic-Con because they're like we got our own thing. So um so just to, yeah. just in case you're wondering um D23 Expo starts in 44 days, 19 hours, 49 minutes, and 31 seconds. 30, oh, okay. 29, 28. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're kind of being cagey with the details then? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I think they're, yeah, they're, being, they're really like, we're, it's a mystery. If you can find the convention, then you've, you've won. Yeah, they're really making it vague. It's very um, underground. <laughs> um, uh, some of these trailers uh, that came out of Comic Con, though, the ones that we did get, mm -hmm. uh, do you see the new? Those. Did you see the new She Hulk trailer? Yes, I did. What did you think? I think it looks much better, uh, especially in terms of the CGI. Like they're really honing it in. Um, uh, I didn't have a like the first time I saw the first trailer, I was like, oh, some of these shots look kind of dicey. In this, like nothing was distractingly bad, in my opinion. Like it was just like, right. oh, that looks like a She Hulk character. Like she looks fine sitting next to Hulk like I think it's going to work and I think because of the tone of the show being a comedy I think it's going to work you know what I mean it, it, it's, it doesn't need to be like they're not making District 9 you know what I yeah. mean like yeah. <laughs> they're making a, a cartoon you know yes, what I mean exactly. <laughs> so like I think it's going to work um, I like I like the dynamic that she seems to have with, with Hulk I like that they get along and they're not like you know I because I, it would be really low hanging fruit for them to like you know, not like each other for the first few episodes, and then they do like each other. It seems like they're going to be like right away, like they just have a good relationship, which right. I like. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be. A, it's a cool. I think it's a cool premise to have her defending superheroes or prosecuting them. I can't remember which one, but um, defending. Okay, um, but uh, you know that means we're probably going to get a new like a new D list Marvel hero every episode, which I think is kind of cool. Get a chance to see some heroes we might not have ever seen in in uh, live action. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be cool. And then of course Daredevil shows up. What What do you think of the the new trailer? It looks better than the first one, but uh -huh. I'm still not exactly excited for this project. Okay. There's just something about it that doesn't quite click with me, and it has nothing mm -hmm. to do with the fact that it's a female-led like show. Like I have no problem mm -hmm. with that. I like that concept and mm -hmm. all that stuff. I don't know. There's just something about something about the way she's doing the character of She-Hulk that I'm just like mm -hmm. it doesn't quite click for me. Yeah, I get and that. And then the breaking of the fourth wall, which seems like it's going. They didn't really allude to it, but it was kind of sprinkled 
through the trailer, if that's mm-hmm. going to be happening a lot, that's really going to take me out of it. Like, I don't want, I don't, so? I don't want to be the fourth wall. I don't want my characters talking to me, my Marvel characters talking to me through a screen. Like, leave it mm-hmm. alone. Like just but they have to they have to set it up so that when Deadpool shows up in Marvel and and he's doing it it it, it all feels cohesive. Derek. But yes, Come but on, that's man. Deadpool's thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know if she does it in the comics or not, but see, um, I don't think so. And I kind of okay. go if she doesn't do it in the comics, like like Deadpool, he does it all the time in the comic books. Yeah, so it makes sense for him mm-hmm. to do that. If it's not a part mm-hmm. of the comic books, then why do it? Is kind of my thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because yeah. it just it's just going to be another dis- if it, if this is the case, and I'm not saying it is, but if it is the case that she does that all the time, it's just going to be another distracting element that kind of pulls you out mm-hmm. of the show. And I like to be mm-hmm. in the show. I don't like to be like I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. No, I get anyway, you. I'm yeah. still going to watch it. It still looks like a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And uh, my boy Matt Murdock's back. So yeah. You know, in a in a in a red and yellow suit, which looks great. It looks. Uh, it's going to take me a minute. You I think, think they so? should, I think they should have done the yellow and black suit instead of the yellow and red. Uh huh. Yeah, I get that. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't really have any like strong feelings. Oh, you're about not going to fight I me did. on this. <laughs> no, no, that's not the hill I'm going to die on. I don't really have strong feelings about it about the Daredevil suit. Like, I think either way, I think it's fine. I just love Look, Charlie Cox in the role. D- so, like, Daredevil's uh, back. That's all I care about. Whether yeah, well, he that's could be I- in just a t-shirt and jeans and be like, "I'm Daredevil," and be like, "Yeah, you are, yeah. buddy." Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, it was confirmed that we're getting another. Uh, we're getting a Marvel Daredevil series on Disney Plus. Eighteen uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Is what they're projected to do. Now we'll see if that gets shortened down to like twelve or thirteen right. or ten or maybe one. But right. um, yeah, exactly, exactly. But one long one. Just make a movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I would pitch it to Marvel. Be like, I'm going to make one episode of Daredevil. Now this episode will be two and a half hours long, and mm-hmm. it will cost a lot of money. But it will be one episode. <laughs> Um, it's called Daredevil Born Again, so which is, I mean, there's a lot, there's lots of meanings buried in that. But, but the the saying, it's not reborn, it's not rebirth, it's born again, which makes me feel like they're going to start invoking more of like the gothic kind of Christian stuff that like mm-hmm. Daredevil's associated with. Yeah, which I'm totally interested. Like, he's Catholic in the comics, I believe. Yes, he is. And so, yeah, so I mean, that's totally why not bring that in and like you know make that a part of what they it's got a, going on. It's a major part of his character. So yeah. like you have, mm-hmm. you can't really set Daredevil in a show or a movie and not have him at least go to like meet up with the priest at some point yeah. or like, you know, go to confession or like go to church or like be on a church, you know what I mean? Um, oh, that was fun. When I was in New York, I got to walk by all the the actual church that's supposed to be in Hell's Kitchen where mm-hmm. Matt Murdock goes to the one that the the comic books, the one that's based off in the comic books and then the mm-hmm. actual church that uh, was in Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Walking by the that Ben Affleck fun. one, I specifically went to the Hell's Kitchen one because I was like, I'm a nerd. But I was walking by, I was walking on my way, I forget where I was walking to, but I was passing the other cathedral that was in Ben Affleck's one, and I was like, is that, holy cow, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> if I was uh, if I was in charge of this new Daredevil series, and uh, if there was like a priest character he goes to confessional to all the time, I would cast Kevin Smith as just like a nod to like, his you Daredevil have movie. To. You have to, right? You, you have, have to. to. <laughs> His involvement, like he's he used to write Daredevil. Like it's Yeah, you have to you have to cast him. <laughs> you have to. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Um, I just feel like just play it like a straight guy. We're fine. Yeah, exactly. Like just like a like not not really you doing jokes, just kind of being Here's Kevin your character Smith, motivation. I think it'd be great. 
You're mm-hmm. a priest. All right. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. Go get him, Tiger. I think that would be that would be <laughs> that'd be such a great cameo, like a great role to have. Like it would just be it would be really nice. And I'm sure they're talking about it. Like I'm I'm sure someone at Marvel has pitched that. You know what I mean? Oh yes. <laughs> um. Yes, so Daredevil, I'm excited about that as well. Um, is there any? I kind of want to save Black Panther for last. Is there anything else? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I don't want to talk about Black Panther yet. Let's let's save that yeah. for the last thing we talk about because there's a lot to pick through and, and everything. yes, there's so much there. Um, what other? Mar- oh, we got a trailer for uh, Baby Groot or I Am Groot. Excuse me. Um, the new. Uh, it's technically live action, but it's like. It's all CGI, so like it's, it's technically a live action so series. It's, yeah, but it it's hits like, that uncanny valley of like it's real, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's like the Lion King or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that remake. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's a kids. <laughs> I will always laugh at that. Like why? Yeah, Just why? Um, it's kind of giving me um, the, like this. The trailer. Have you you watched the trailer? I have. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. It's like they're doing equal parts, Wally. And Gulliver's Travels a little yeah, bit. I get um, that, and I'm totally on board. Like, it doesn't seem like there's going to be really any human characters in this, which no. I'm like Rockets, totally fine Rockets with. Rockets supposed to be a part of it. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I think this looks great. Uh, I think it's just like it, it. 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 From what it looks like, my understanding is it's kind of like not not an anthology because obviously it's Groot every time, but it's more like you know the adventures of Groot, and they're like kind of short films, like almost like. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost like Pixar shorts, but longer. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly and I'm, what I'm I think totally it is. In, I'm totally into that. Like that's, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be great. Kids are going to love it. They're going to sell a trillion toys. It's going to and... sell so much merch. <laughs> yeah. So like... much merch, dude. And guess, after this show comes out, get ready, because mm-hmm. every parent's going to be like, my kid's going to be Groot for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Your and also, speaking of, which, uh, speaking of which, that's a good segue to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The information we know of that, based on the footage they showed, is there's a baby rocket. Yes, it. it's going to explore Rocket's origin stories. Mm-hmm. Which is also going to sell a trillion toys. Yes, exactly. Again. <laughs> yep. Um, like, why yeah, do they I'm even really make Star Wars movies that are just basically giant toy commercials. They don't need to. Just make a good yeah, story. Yeah, you have it's, all of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, Marvel. Well, not to even sell that, toys. But I just go, Marvel... Like even I'm mm-hmm. just talking in the in terms of Star Wars, right? Because at this point, mm-hmm. they basically are just giant toy commercials. There's no real yeah. story to them. There's no real effort to make them good. Like they just slap some paint on a thing, and they're like, "It's art." Um, but the thing about that is, it's like Marvel. Marvel tells good stories, knowing that they're yeah. just gonna sell a ton of merch, be- like anyway. But that their storytelling is also good. You know what I mean? Star yeah. Wars just needs to take a lesson from that. Just do something solid without the without trying to like write in merchandising like situation because it just sells itself, man. Like I yeah. am Groot is going to sell. There are going to be so many little just Groot figurines just everywhere now. Just kids life leaving them in like like on the ground and like people gluing mm-hmm. them to their like dashboards. Like it's gonna be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like. You mentioned Star Wars. Like, I, at this point, have, like, major Star Wars fatigue. Oh, me too. Like, I, like, I want them to take, like, le- legit, like, a 10-year break from making Star Wars me stuff. I know too. that's not going to happen, no. but, like, I really want that more than anything. <laughs> they need it. Like, don't come back until you figure out a completely new story to tell. 
You yep. know what I mean? And <laughs> like if I'm it's going to take nine <laughs> movies to tell it, then you figure out you write all nine of those movies and you make them cohesive. You do not piecemeal yeah. this thing together trilogy by trilogy. No. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I'm yeah. done with that. I, yeah, I wish Star Wars was more like the Mad Max franchise. Like, don't come back until you have the like yeah. the story to tell. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> We've boiled it down to this one. Excellent. Yeah. We know it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Um, but, um, back to this Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy three is, uh, the, the trailer screen at Comic-Con. We, there was a baby rocket. It's going to explore his origins. I was reading up on, so there's the characters of Adam Warlock and his like kind of quasi father figure slash creator, the high evolutionary. Mm-hmm. And I, and who's being played by a guy who was in, he was in another Disney thing. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, but like. Yeah, I cannot remember I'm what else. I'm looking it else. up right now. Don't worry. Yeah. But I was reading up on the High, high Evolutionary, and it, it's like, <laughs> this character is probably going to be so crucial to the future of the Marvel Universe because within this yeah. character's backstory, there's not only mutants, um, but there are werewolves and ghosts and basically like a bunch of all of that stuff that's going to be introduced. Um, and, but his Ooh. main thing... Correct me on this one. Chuck okay. Woody Iwuji? Sorry, you, you cut out, but... Oh, uh, Chuck I, Woody yeah. Iwuji. I'm, uh, let's go with that. I don't know. Yeah, I, let's I, go with that. I hope I'm not making a massive blunder. I, Yeah. Yeah, and, and if we are, we're morons, so don't... Yeah, don't. and we're idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. What, what else was he in? He was in another Disney thing, right? He like a Or maybe a DC in. thing? He has been in Peacemaker. That's right, Peacemaker. That makes yes, yes. He was like the head. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the leader of the team, who was also an yeah. alien. Yeah, yes, he was that guy. Yeah, he's good in Crimson that show. Mern, by, like really good. Ich, if you haven't seen it, Ichnoba. Not Lock. you, but the listeners. Yes, yes, yes. If you guys haven't seen Peacemaker, you need to go do that. Um, it's really good. I mean, I forgot about that show. That show's really good. It is. I need to rewatch. That, I mean, it. we got to be getting a new season of that soon. Oh, we will be. Um, but in any event, he's he's now jumping ship and uh, going to Marvel and playing the High Evolutionary. And the High Evolutionary I was reading about, his main thing, uh, for anyone unfamiliar, is that he like was like a geneticist guy who was like obsessed with like evolving creatures, like accelerating the evolution of creatures to like the point of human being intelligence, but in different species. And so he he went kind of crazy doing that. Like he started like creating uh, like he created this island of animals that he accelerated their genetics their genetics into evolve into like humanoids, and they're called like the new men or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one of his uh, one of his experiments at one point he created Rocket. Like that's mm-hmm. that's like canon. So that's probably going to play heavy into this Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, for um, sure. But yeah. And the, I'm sure, yeah. The minute they were like, yeah, and we're, and we're putting in the high evolutionary. I was like, ho, 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 here yeah. we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he's also responsible for Adam Warlock. So, like, it's just, yeah, it's all tied in together. I, I think this Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be, um, it's going to introduce, a, it's going to do a lot of heavy lifting, I think, for the future of of the franchise in terms of, like, how we get some other characters into this universe and whatnot. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, me too. And High Evolutionary looks really cool. Like the characters, the desi- character design is really oh, cool too. Yeah, all of that like cosmic crazy stuff. It's all. It's the designs are yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Did you see that we're getting a National Treasure TV series on Disney Plus? Yeah. And uh, as far as we know, uh, Nick uh, Cage is not in it. Nope. Um, yes. Which Benjamin I'm like Franklin's well, fun little <laughs> rotating sunglasses that show you secrets on maps do. Are, 
are in it though. <laughs> they made they made its return. Yeah, made it. Um, to, you know, the famous character of Benjamin Franklin's glasses. <laughs> yeah, um, they got that one guy back who's in the original. Uh, that's great. Um, you know, the kind of the sidekick guy. Yeah, he's great. I like him. Yeah, he's great. Justin he was in Bartha, ep- I think, is his name. Yeah, he was in a recent episode of Atlanta that was he was really good in. I always um, enjoy him when he shows up. Yeah, Justin Bartha. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, so we're getting that. Um, is there anything else before we get to this uh, uh, Black Panther trailer? Let me comb through our. So. Let me scroll through our uh, Instagram feed. Oh no! Oh, just that true. old one I sent you of Venom taking credit for Top Gun's success at the box office. Ah, uh, because of course, right? <laughs> yeah, because those two things are related. Um, yeah. Secret Invasion, Captain oh, yeah, America: New World Secret Order. Invasion. Um, Secret Invasion is a TV, TV show? show. It's a TV show. Gotcha. So I think it's what mm-hmm. it's gonna. I think Secret Invasion is gonna set up Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars, a movie that is going to be an Avengers movie, and the Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars are happening in the same year. Uh huh. Which May is and nuts. November. That's crazy. Yeah. Like so, it looks like, like they're only making two movies that year. Yeah. They're only putting I've, out two movies. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's going to be... I mean, I feel like it's going to be... Uh, uh, Kang Dynasty is basically going to be the movie where Kang become... Like, all of the different versions of Kangs converge and, like, basically wreak havoc. It's. Yeah. Go- I feel like that movie is probably just going to be feel more like a disaster movie. Yeah, In I the same so. way that, like, Infinity War... And and Endgame were coupled, where like everyone yeah. dies at the end. I think Kang Dynasty is going to be similar, where like all the Kangs show up and are like laying waste to wherever we are on Earth, and then and then obviously the second movie, um, in, in you know what is it called? Secret Wars Secret will Wars, be yes. all of the different versions and iterations of the Marvel characters coming together to try to fight Kang. I think will uh will be the and you're definitely going to need two plus hours of a movie for that one <laughs> conflict because yes. you have to introduce hundreds and hundreds of characters <laughs> yes yes it's gonna be it's gonna be a little busy but dude like imagine the in-game scene where everyone's walking through the portals but like times 100 and there's like the all the versions of the x-men we've seen and not seen like all the spider-men are gonna show up hugh like, jackman's wolverine hugh jackman's wolverine like come on man I'm 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 Dude, shaking in my boots. Honestly, if I was Hugh Jackman, you wouldn't even need to pay me to do that. Just tell me where to show up, and I'll just show mm-hmm. up and walk out of a green screen and be like, "Ha!" And all the fan castings that haven't happened yet can definitely happen in this yep. movie as like some random version. Anthony like, Starr, I'm, Taron Egerton, yes. get them all like an army of Wolverines. <laughs> just like, well, the rumor is the rumor is that they're they're eyeing Anthony Starr for um, Doctor Doom in this. Uh, uh, Black Panther Fantastic. movie. Oh, Black Panther. They're, they're introducing yes. Doctor Doom in Black Panther. They're introducing Doctor Doom in Black Panther, and yeah. they've already. The rumor is they've already nailed uh, an actor for it, uh, and that actor will. And the rumor is that that actor is Anthony Starr, but we don't know yet. I would obviously. love that. He it seems be, like a good move to me. It is for him. It's a very good move because Doctor Doom. We have not seen a successful Doctor Doom, right? Yet. At least on yeah. the big screen. I don't know about on the small screen, right. but on the big screen, I haven't seen a successful Doctor Doom, and he's kind mm-hmm. of been made into a joke. And I think Anthony Starr has the gravitas to bring sort of the intensity to that role that is very much needed to yeah. And you it's, know, 
and it's a role. It's a. It's kind of a safe thing for him because look, he's going to make. You know, he's going to make ten million dollars mm-hmm. to be in these two movies, and it doesn't necessarily pigeonhole him into being a villain or anything like that because, like, as an. I mean, as an actor, speaking as like the actor, like this, it, he has almost no like danger of being pigeonholed because he's going to be wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. So like, exactly. it's not like he's going to become synonymous with the role like Wolverine did or something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? You're not going to run into that. So if it doesn't work out, I mean, you can always do something afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I would love to see him do it. I think he. I think it's a good role for him to do. Um, we've all re- obviously seen him be menacing a lot in uh, in uh, as Homelander. Yes. So um, yeah, I I'm I hope that that works out because I think that's a great casting for that role. I agree. Um, all right. So then, should we get into Black Panther trailer? Uh, yeah. Just Captain America: New World Order. Came mm-hmm. out, and oh yes, we are getting one of those. The Russo that's brothers a, are not returning for next for the next Avengers films, right? That makes sense. I'm sure they want to do other things and don't want to dedicate the next four to five years of their lives doing Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> those but, movies I would imagine are very big undertakings. Oh, huge big undertakings, but the money yeah. though. Yeah, that's true. Well, between the Lego movies and and all the shit they've done, and all the TV they've done, and the other Avenger Avenger movies, like I don't think they need any money. <laughs> no. I think they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would hope so. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's all uh, I have. Cool. All right. Well, let's um, let's go to this Black Panther trailer. Um, so I actually I waited to watch a lot of this stuff like to a couple days after Comic-Con because I was traveling and, and kind of preoccupied with, with all the stuff I had going on. Um, so I finally sat down and watched this last night and I have to say like like of all the Marvel stuff that like has been announced that is coming relatively quickly like or relatively soon like this, I think like this movie is just on another level based on this trailer. Like I agree. what this movie is doing emotionally in this trailer is like you're not getting this from Ant-Man and, and, and the Wasp. As much as I love those movies, like, this is just a step above, like, I think, e- e- dramatically and emotionally that, like, I think is a testament to both, like, the source material and, like, Marvel, and credit to Marvel for understanding what this property could mean to people. Yes. And, like, allowing the filmmakers uh, to and the actors to, to lean into it and oh, not, yeah. like, making it, like... Well, it has to be super jokey like Ant-Man and it has to be sort of like like they're allowing it to like be emotionally resonant. And this is even before we get to this movie, because the last Black Panther movie like was not afraid to like lean into like the emotional resonance. of it. And I I, like I really love that. This Black Panther franchises have they have a beating heart that you can see when you watch it. Yes. 100%. 100%. And, and that's what I love about them, is it's very yeah. much about family. It's about, like, these good connections, mm-hmm. and the character connections are real, and they are visceral, and they are, they yeah. make sense. And, like, there's yeah. and, like there's weight to them, and the way Ryan Coogler makes, works with the actors, and the way these these things are written, because part of it, you, you can write it the way it is, but the way Ryan Coogler directs the directs the actors in these movies Mm -hmm. there is this deep resonating like backstory and like history between them you know it's complicated it's messy it's it's like real life in a way with with the way Mm -hmm. that they do it and i think that it's why i look that's why i very much look forward to it like they could not have put a trailer out for this movie and just put the movie out and i still would have just gone and watched it and been like i know i'm going to enjoy this Mm mm-hmm just because yeah. Black Panther, there's the there is the 
there's that heart to it. There's that uh, there's that emotional center that grips you and really resonates with with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. So to get into the trailer a little bit, like so the movie the movie or excuse me, the trailer starts with um, this rendition of "No Woman, No Cry" by um, by this artist named Thames, who okay. is like uh Thames is i believe i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna look this up so i don't get it wrong Thames is definitely she's nigerian Thames is is from nigeria she she has that song um it's called essence it's like a really popular song right now like uh okay. afrobeat song so like having a, a you know a I know west what african you're talking about yes. yes okay having a west african singer especially one who's like who has just recently made such a cultural impact doing like a fun like kind of like dancey kind of song like having her turn and do this like ballad at the top of this trailer that is this movie i love like just from the trailer alone i love the way that they're handling chadwick boseman's passing because it's like they're treating this movie like it, it seems like his this is the best way to handle this because mm-hmm. it's like it's not the movie is not uh the trailer at least i we haven't seen the movie the trailer at least is not obsessed with um Chadwick Boseman's death in any way like it's not like it's not like um it's not going out of its way to try to like depict you know old footage of Chadwick Boseman in slow motion and things like that like the usual trappings of what you might see in a trailer like this Mm -hmm. but it you can tell that the emotional weight of losing Chadwick Boseman is at the center of these characters performances and at the center of the drama of the story because it very much is like we are a society that is what like it was and is on the precipice of like doing amazing things in the world and we just got the heart of what we are ripped out of us yeah and we have to figure out how to move forward from here and that kind of is seems to be the central kind of thrust of the movie um and you see the characters like dealing with it emotionally like there's not a lot of jokes in this trailer like nope. it's it's how do we move on from here like we see we felt invincible for a while and we've just been proven that we're not. And how do we as a society move forward from this? And and, and th- those are themes that are very both resonant, I think, to everyone, but especially um, black Americans. Because, I mean, th- I can't help but think about, like, Martin Luther King when, when oh, watching yes. this. Like, it's like, oh, we're, we're in the civil rights movement, movement. We got the civil rights bill passed. Like, we seem to have been, like, we're, we're making all this progress. We have this president in the White House who, like, seems seemingly cares about the issues of civil rights and stuff like that and the heart of our movement was just ripped out and now we have to figure out how to move forward from this some of us are going to be very angry some of us are going to be in positions of power now that we weren't prepared to take over again like um like the um uh oh man i'm feeding the actress's name in the moment um oh the queen oh man oh oh hold on hold on hold on hold on oh man oh, i can't i can't believe i'm not rem- uh angela Yes. What, why? Why can I not remember her? Why is name? she not popping up on IMDb? Oh, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yes. I don't know why I cannot think of Angela Bassett's name. Like to, to me, like the fact that she's doesn't want to be in this this seat of power again because it means that she had to lose someone so dear to her. Like all of the emotion that's happening in this is just like you don't normally get from superhero stuff, and I'm just I'm all for it. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, that's 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 me gushing a little bit. But like, I think this trailer was beautiful. I honestly don't want another trailer. Um, 
for this you, movie. I know we're going to get out, one. What did you say? You don't what? Sorry. I said I don't want another trailer for this movie, but there I know be. we're going to get one. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. We I know we're going to get one, though. We need to be done with the 18 trailers for every movie. Yes. Like, I'm so over it. Do one? It used to be just one. That's all you would get, mm-hmm. and then that was it. Yes, I love. Um, so let, yeah, we can kind of go through the trailer a little bit. We can talk about things that are cool. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm going to share my screen, All so right. we can both see this, and then um, let me see Black Panther two. Share, share, share. Okay. Can you see this? I can. So. Do you think we're going to see Black Panther die in battle? I don't think so. I think it's going um I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. I, think, I could you know what? I think we could see that happen. I I think it would be a hollow loss of Chadwick Boseman if we didn't see Black Panther go down fighting. Mhm. I agree with that. I think I think there's a chance we could see that for sure. Um It wouldn't be hard. You just do a CGI Deal. Yeah, some yeah, just someone you just see the suit. Because I mean he's wearing a mask. So yes, I mean he's wearing can... a mask. You just do the suit and then yeah, dies in battle in the very beginning. Make that the opening scene mm-hmm. for like the movie before the Marvel yeah. Studios anything. You make that massive yeah. impact, take a hero out, go through the stuff, then you move in and you open up on the funeral. Mm-hmm. At least yeah, that's what I, I, I like think. that. No, I like that. So this trailer starts with um Lapita Nyong'o's character, her hair is now very long. She is in like some kind of like suit of armor of some sort, standing on a beach, um, with reminiscing a, with an Aztec pyramid behind her. Yes, yes, with an Aztec pyramid, um, or probably an Atlantean pyramid. Well, but, Atlantean, uh, but that's what they're going to do. Is they're going to yeah, be like the Atlanteans sure. were the. F- yeah, I, I, I. So that was another thing I was gonna say um, that we can. I guess we can talk about it now since we're here. I love what they're doing with Namor. I think it's it's oh. a good. I, I think it's a great decision to ground that character in iconography that we're familiar with. Um, going with like the like the kind of the Aztec vibe. I like that um, because yeah, the the thing that Atlantis and 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 the Aztecs and and the Mayans and any kind of civilization that doesn't exist anymore, um, and and obviously like um, what we know and what we call Atlantis is, is like probably more myth than anything at this point <laughs> but mm-hmm. because we know that there's some city that there's probably lots of cities that washed away at some point but um, oh yeah we're finding think, them all the time yeah but i think like instead of like completely making up some crazy sci-fi like atlantean city like i like that they're grounding it in like recognizable iconography and choosing right. to do like the sort of like the in- indigenous southern american kind of vibe like i like that a yeah. lot yeah, um, that'll and they be cool. cast- it, it took me aback real quick, and the first uh-huh. thing my brain did was like, that's not comic book accurate. And I was like, no, this is a good thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, like, I, no, I this think- is a positive, and we're going to embrace this. This is a good yes. move by Marvel, and I'm really proud that they did that because it would have been really easy yeah. just to do the slick back black hair guy with the wings and the little like <laughs> – yeah. And the little uh, exactly. little bikini brief bottoms just being like, hi, I'm Prince yeah. Namor, son of Atlantis. It's like, uh, yes. So what I'm gonna get so and I love the actor Tinoc, His name is Tinoc Huerta. He's he's in Narcos, the, oh, like, the yeah. original series. Mm-hmm. He's very good in that. Um, yes, he is. Uh, uh, and so I think, 
I what I'm gonna guess is because when we see Namor later, um, he arrives with like these blue skinned people. Yes. What I what I what I'm gonna think happened is I'm gonna think Namor was probably like that's probably not his name. Um, I think Namor is probably like not a native born Atlantean or whatever. I think he he might even be an Aztec or like kind of Mayan dude who like ended up in that like is kind of like the like a lone survivor of wherever he's from and kind of ended up uh like like becoming like in the in a similar way to like um uh uh what's his name um Killmonger from Black mm-hmm. Panther like he's like a kind of like a like a um like becomes a part of this community and like ascends the ranks and like gets best and this this power kind of gets d- bestowed upon him I could see that happening yeah um but Either way, I think I just love the choice of, of grounding it in that in that sort of like real world aesthetic. Oh yeah. So we're seeing a, what looks like a funeral celebration. Well, we're seeing Angela Bassett sitting on the throne, which yep. is a beautiful shot. Uh, we're seeing what looks like a funeral procession of people in all white dancing, uh, women in veils. Oh, that may be a wedding too. Um, we don't know. My guess is it's a funeral. It probably is. With the tone of this at, trailer, it's probably a funeral. Yes. We're looking at seeing the Dora Milaje. They look great. Angela Bassett's now on the beach. There's Shuri. Okay, a now here we is, go with Prince Namor. Yes. So pause this. Yes. So, as we're seeing, it's a hut underwater, or slightly underwater, because it doesn't look like it's fully underwater. No, I think this is like a birthing. I think this is how whatever culture this is, this is how they give birth. They do water births, and oh. they're doing it in like a shallow reef. I think you this don't is think it's because they can is. breathe water. No, I don't think th- that could be the case. I don't think that necessarily is the case though, because mm, okay. like yeah, because I, I you know water births happen all the time. I think this this culture just like because obviously they're more primitive than like what we would understand as like modern birthing. Like they're just like, yeah, we're going to, we do our births all underwater and this is where we do it at. I think that's the read I get from it. I could be totally wrong about that. Um, but that's what it looks like to me. And what, 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 what makes me think that even more is that their, their dress, like they have like a lot of feathers and things on it. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're if you're spending a lot of time in water, like if you, if these are Atlanteans who like live underwater, like feathers is a weird choice. You know what I mean? I mean, because, I agree, like, but also, yeah. <laughs> you know. But also, who knows? Also, who knows? Um, exactly. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, so my guess would be that these are not, like, these people do not live underwater. That's my, that's my guess. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, a baby is born, probably Namor, from director Ryan Coogler. Here's Namor. Yes. In his feathered headdress underwater. Yes. Okay, we're riding some whales. That looks cool. The ship is like a ship. Some people are being lowered into the ship. Probably going to explore the lost city. Probably we've got tactical guys running through. So it looks like, yeah, these tactical guys have come in to commandeer whatever this ship is because they probably know there's some gold or something down there. It's either the ship or it's someplace in Wakanda. Could be that too, yeah. Could be very misleading. A Wakandan embassy or something? Yeah. There's Ironheart. There's Ironheart. 
And then at this point, like I'm like, okay, this movie's amazing. Uh, as it as it switches to more of the action beats, like they introduce the refrain from that Kendrick Lamar song, "All Right," and it's it's mm-hmm. like we gonna be all right, but over the the like the chord changes from yes. "No Woman No Cry," and it's just like, come on, man, what more Dude, do you want? <laughs> I'm, we're rewatching it again, and I've got goosebumps again. Yeah, man. Every like, time I watch this trailer, this? I'm like, ooh, it just hits the yeah. spots. <laughs> yeah, like all of them. Yeah. Oh man. So it looks like it looks like whatever facility this is, they're like doing some kind of experiments because you're seeing doctors in white lab coats, and then you're seeing like tubes of water behind yep. them. So I think they're trying to figure out like how these people breathe underwater would be my guess. Um, or what they're doing is they're messing with the water, and that's going to piss off Namor and the Atlanteans, maybe. and they're going to be like, leave our yeah. oceans alone. And yep. then Wakanda is going to be like, no, get off our land, and then they're gonna be like, no. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna it's pro- fight yeah, it's you. probably going to be yes, it's probably going to be that like you know, the Wakandans and the Atlanteans have had a truce for a long time, but these, you know, these fucking corporations are moving in to do their thing mm-hmm. and so they have to uh at first they're probably going to bump heads a little bit and then they'll realize like no, we're we're you know, we need to fight together to ward off these uh greedy corporation guys. Um is probably where this is going. Um I also would like, like a the- throne room full of fire. Yeah, water and fire. Water and fire. So <laughs> yeah. it's safe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got Ironheart. Um, now, is Ironheart Wakandan in this? Do you think? I don't know. I don't know what they're planning on doing with Ironheart. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that Ironheart is not Wakandan, but is in because now Wakanda has like um, like embassies and stuff all over the mm-hmm. world. I think she's going to be. Rec- I think she's going to be like a recruit, like. They're going to have some kind of open contest for, like, scientific minds, mm-hmm. and they're going to recruit her to, like, you know, you were the only one to figure out blah, 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 so we, we're giving you the internship She's in the only Wakanda. one to figure out Tony Stark's stuff. Exactly. You you made an arc reactor. How'd you do that? That type of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. Some shots of uh, Namor looking regal and powerful. Got man-ape. Yes, uh, Umbaku, played yeah, by, Umbaku's um, back. what's his name? Winston Duke. This looks great. Got Angela Bassett giving a speech. Giving me goosebumps how she again. Does, yes, how she doesn't want to be queen. This is great, man. This is great stuff. This is going to be a great uh, movie. See, yeah, we're seeing a Wakandan mural of, um, of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yep. All right, now we're seeing the blue Atlantean people. Which look um, like they have rebreathers on. They probably can't breathe air. That's probably what it is. But which Namor is why, can. Yes, which is why I think Namor is probably not native-born, because he'd probably have blue skin. Or he's a um, mutant. Yes, or, I, yeah, that is a very, very... that You know what? I think we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Namor is a mutant with the ability to breathe underwater, and Atlanteans have never seen a person from land who's able to do that. So they basically are like, well, you're a, a god to us now, so you're our king. Yeah. Um, I, is probably what happens. Plus he already think, has the winged feet. Yes. As well. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that makes perfect sense then. Yeah, I think he was, Namor was probably an Aztec or a Mayan like sort of person who was a mutant and was probably cast out because he was a mutant yep. and and found refuge amongst the Atlanteans because they're like, well, you can be one of us. Uh, and that's probably why he has a chip on his shoulder and whatnot. Probably. Um, yeah, well, we figured it out. They also, here we go, <laughs> feathers again. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah, these people look really cool though. I like the 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 skin. They're not just, say they have blue skin. It's not just blue like in Avatar. Like they <laughs> like it's it, they look like they have fish skin. Like it like is like iridescent and kind of yep. like. It looks cool. I think it looks it, great. It looks really uh, cool. The, the design, that is one thing, another thing I love about these movies is just the design. Character design yeah. in general is just so cool. It's so intentional. Like, there's so much thought put into everything. Like, this looks this looks amazing. All right, let's it keep really going does. here. We got, what's his name back? Um, uh, uh, what's his name? From, uh, he's looking good, too. Looks like almost like Daniel Craig in this. He lost, yeah, I know. That's what I thought it was at first. I was like, Daniel Craig's in a Marvel movie? Oh, no, wait. It's, uh. <laughs> what's his actor's name? It's Bilbo he's Baggins. In Lord of, yes, he's in Lord of the Rings. What's his name? No, Martin? not Lord of the Rings. He's in The Hobbit. Get it right, please. The Hobbit, excuse me. <laughs> Martin. The bad ones. Yes, yes, the ones we don't speak of. Martin, what's his name? Martin Lawrence. Not Martin Lawrence. Um, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> who am I today? Uh, oh, God. I keep is... thinking Martin Short, but that's not it. That's not it either. Um, I'm going to look it up. I'm Martin it up. Freeman. It's Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. <sighs> we got there. Uh, that was stressful. He looks great in this. Um, yeah, he looks, he like, looks he like he's lost, lost some weight. weight. He's got a nice little jawline going there. Um, I wonder if he, like, I wonder. Oh, I wonder if he, if he becomes like, you think he becomes like a Red Hulk? That would at be some cool. point in this, because uh, the, we we've lost William Hurt, obviously, yep. um, so he can't do so it. Thunderbolt, as Thunderbolt Ross, Ross, unless they recast, just recast him, as- which they could do. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I could totally see Martin Freeman's character doing that, um, and then you can—that would obviously it would change the origin of the Red Hulk. But I don't mind it because I could see Martin Martin Freeman. We've established his character is kind of like he plays things a little fast and loose when times get desperate. Yes, <laughs> and he seems like the type of person who's willing to inject himself with some red red goo if it means like I'm going to help save the world. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I could totally see that happening. Um, and a well-defined jaw would help would go a long way to help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Ironheart crafting a suit. We're seeing uh, it looks like Atlanteans look like they're being attacked by something. Um, some kind of Man-Ape. oh, looks like they're yeah they're being they're fighting Wakandans. That's interesting. Yeah, they're fighting Wakandans. This looks like that Madripoor city. Yes. Like that they go to in a um, couple of the Marvel shows. This is what that looks like to me. Yeah, a little um, bit. What was that? That looked interesting. Looks like Namor standing in front of like a Aztec some kind mural. of like Aztec mural of a dragon or something. No, it's uh, I believe it's Quetzalcoatl. I think that's how you pronounce okay. it. Okay, that's the serpent, uh-huh. the flying serpent feathered, the flying feathered serpent god. Oh, I'm sure that'll be in the third act of this. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I believe it is. Okay. Yeah, whatever it is, it's going to be flying around in, a, at the end of this movie. <laughs> There's going to be a big CG version of that flying around, I'm almost no, certain. No, we've already seen a big CG dragon, though, in Shang-Chi. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't repeat it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know man. We'll see. No, um, it's prob- well, it's probably, probably won't be flying around. It's probably like a water thing. It'll probably be like mm-hmm. a water dragon. Um, We're seeing Wakanda being flooded. Well, yeah, being flooded. Probably Namor is doing. We're seeing some fight scenes on a bridge. This looks like Madripoor again. This shot of Namor is really cool. He looks great. Big like Xerxes vibes. Oh yeah. Um, I just love this actor's face. Like he just looks very intense. Oh like, yeah. He just, 
Like, you don't want to see a man's eyes look like that at you. No, if, if somebody that looks like that is like, I want to talk to you, you just go, no, thank you. you yeah, good no, day, I'm though. good. I'm good. I'm going to stand here on the other side of the room if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, just way away from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is this? This looks interesting. This is, is like a fight scene. That is the same thing. It's probably that lab that those tactical guys are in, those military dudes. Yeah. And it looks like one of the um, guard. Gormalaje. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, We're seeing um, uh, Namor kind of descend to his water throne, which is the open jaws of a shark, it looks like. Yep. Which is insane and That'll awesome. That'll a statement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've killed a shark. <laughs> a megalodon. What have you yeah, done exactly. with your life lately? <laughs> exactly. Well, clearly nothing. Yeah, clearly not Clearly not enough. Yeah, so the Atlanteans um, are attacking a boat. Yes, that the, that's definitely the Wakandans, Wakandans are on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then we get a shot of a Black Panther costume. We do not know who's in it. I'm we saying can't Shuri. even tell. You think it's Shuri? I think it's Shuri. Um, look, look, the legs, she, it, the limbs are skinny. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's clearly not a beefed up person. So it's not a dude. Mm -hmm. It's probably not Umbaku. It's probably no. not, a, uh, it probably is not a man. Although it could be. Um, we don't know. Uh, it's probably Shuri. Maybe I it's would Angela imagine. Bassett. Could be Angela Bassett. I would not be mad at that. That'd be um, cool. Yeah. It could be, yeah. There's no telling who it is at this point, and I kind of like that. Uh, like, let's let's let that be a surprise as to who takes the mantle. Um, if it's one person, maybe multiple people wear the suit at some point. Who that knows? Would be fun. Um, and Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that looks really good, and I cannot wait for November. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, okay, let's go. Can we just speed up time now? Because I really want to watch yeah. that movie, and I don't want to watch anything else until then. Yep, totally. I am in agreement with that. Um, cool. Well, that looks great. Uh, we, I think we've successfully wrapped up Comic-Con. I think for, we have, For better too. or for worse. Um, well, all right. Derek, where can people find you online? You can find me at Cinephile84. That's C -I, capital C-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-E-8-4 on Instagram. And Derek underscore Nickel on Twitter. That's D-E-R-E-K underscore N-I-C-K-E-L. And you can find me uh, on the internet at Asan the DJ on social media. That's at A H S O H N the DJ. Uh, you can find episodes of this pod this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media or at weeklyregular.com. Thanks a lot, uh, Derek, for joining me once again on the pod. My and pleasure. we will see y'all next week. <laughs>